Well, I am a man halting between two opinions right now. I'm serious. I've got a whole sermon here, but I think we just heard a couple of them. And I'm not certain we need to hear more. There is no other name under heaven given among men whereby you must be saved. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. And no man comes unto the Father except through me. You're not going to get there through your baptism. You're not going to get there through your religiousness. You're not going to get there from being a church member. You're not going to get there by heebie-jeebie feelings that you have had down through the years because you got raised in a Christian family and as you heard in the baptismal, you checked off this and you checked off that. You get there through one way, humbling your wicked heart and trusting Jesus Christ alone for your salvation. Period. It's the only way you get to heaven. And some of you are far, far away from God. You're as religious as anything, but you're not saved. You have not been redeemed. Your sins have not been removed. You are still lost. And in your very heart of heart, you know it. You need somebody to come up to you and say, what is keeping you from trusting Jesus? You've been religious all your life. You've been Baptist all your life. Or you've been something else all of your life. And you prayed a prayer when you were a little girl. You prayed a prayer when you were a little boy. And you know very well it did nothing to save you. There is a scripture that came to my mind at the end of John chapter 2 where we're told literally what it says here. It's one of the most haunting verses in all of the New Testament where it tells us after Jesus turned the water into wine, it says in verse 23, now when he was in Jerusalem at at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs he was doing, but Jesus on his part did not entrust himself to them. In fact, the word believe used in that verse earlier is the exact same word to entrust. It's as if it says, they believed in him, but he did not believe in them. And all that means is, all that means is, you can be intellectually moved You can be emotionally moved by the gospel. But if you have not truly humbled your heart and placed your faith in Jesus Christ, you're still going to hell right now as we speak. Salvation is the simplest message on earth, but it's also the most profound The command is very simple. Believe. 
Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. I've been working with a man for the last month or so who's been wrestling through all these things. And after I met with him, I thought to myself, for sure he's going to trust Christ. For sure he's going to trust Christ. For sure I'm going to hear from him tonight. And I never heard from him. The very next morning as I was boarding a plane, I got a text. Two words. I believe. I believe. And once I reconnected with him, he did believe. He was totally changed. And if anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. Old things are passed away. All things are become new. I don't care if you're a little girl or a little boy or an old man or an old woman or something in between. You become a new creation. And when you hear these stories in the baptismal of Ty and Melissa, and you listen to their stories, and you can just hear the transformation occurring as the message is starting to sink down. I am a wicked person. And all of my righteousnesses are as filthy rags. When God himself places that understanding in your heart, you're just a click away from being saved. But it is only then, when you come to the end of yourself, and you have no other place to go, And there is no further place to look but up to Jesus Christ. That's when you will be saved. Have you trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior? Have you placed your faith in him? I am so compelled this morning to simply plead with you. To go completely off script. To not preach the message I've prepared but to just talk to you personally. If I could just look at you personally and look into your eyes like I did Ty that day, I would just say to you, is it real in your life? Have you really trusted Jesus as your Savior? Has there been a transformation? I'm not asking if you've had a time when you prayed a prayer. I'm asking you if you've placed your faith from your heart in Jesus to be your Savior. The content of the faith is very clear. The gospel is very clear. Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures. He was buried And he rose again from the dead according to the scriptures. But if you read 1 Corinthians 15, it says in the first couple of verses, the predicate is that you have believed, you have been saved. This is the thing by which you stand. Have you had that time where you truly repented of your sin and placed your faith in Jesus? You say, well, I've heard this all my life. I know. But have you been saved? Is your pride keeping you from truly humbling your heart and placing your faith in Jesus? 
I prepared a message today to talk about the gifts of God that he gives to the body. Functioning under the realm of the fullness of the Holy Spirit, leading our lives and everybody clicking and doing the thing God has called them and placed them in the body of Christ to do. But you have no capacity to do that if the Spirit of God is not in you. Because as Paul says in Romans 8, if the Spirit of Christ is not in you, you are not his. You are not his. But if the Spirit of Christ is in you, you are his. And if God himself is speaking to your heart through those stories you heard in the baptismal, why would you wait one moment? Why would you wait even one moment longer? I'm standing in front of a young man right now. I'm not going to embarrass you, Chris, except I just did, okay? Stand up. I'm going to embarrass you even more. This is my new friend, Chris, okay? Say hi to Chris. Hi. Chris came to church last week for the first time. The Spirit of God spoke to his, message, spoke to his heart. And what did you do, Chris? I got saved. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that, brother. Thank you. I talked to Chris a couple days later. He says, Pastor, I want to be baptized. That's a person who is anxious to identify with Jesus Christ. I am not convinced that all of you who claim to be Christians are really Christians. I'm just telling you that. If John chapter 2 and verses 23 and 24 and 24 and 25 are two of the most haunting verses in the Bible, then listen to these verses from Matthew 7. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of God, but he who does the will of my Father who's in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Have we not prophesied in your name? Cast out demons in your name? Done many wonders in your name? All in the name of Jesus, mind you. And I will declare unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you worker of lawlessness, because God sees our wicked hearts. That's the scariest verse in the whole Bible. You have masses of people who will stand on the great day of judgment before Jesus himself and they'll be laying out all the things I've done. All the wonderful things I've done. What a great husband I've been. What a great dad I've been. Look at my wonderful children. Look at my church attendance. I was a deacon. I did this. I was a pastor. I preached. And he's going to say, I never knew you. I never knew you. Don't let him say that to you. Place your faith with a humble heart this morning in Jesus Christ. Surrender your heart to him. Someday you'll acknowledge him as Lord, whether you're a Christian or not. The Bible tells us that because his name is highly exalted. God, Father God has given him a name which is above every name. That the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Whether the things are in heaven, whether the things are on earth, 
whether the things are under the earth. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is kurios, Lord, God, sovereign, to the glory of God the Father. Everybody here will do that. Make no mistake. But why not do it here so that you don't have to regret it when you get there? Neither is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby you must be saved. Is God the Spirit speaking to your heart right now? Is he saying to you, He's talking to me. No, no, God. You're talking to me. Then respond very simply. Acknowledge your sin. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. Will you pray with me? Our Father in heaven, I pray, Lord, that I have followed your spirit here this morning. And I ask you to do like you did in Chris's life last week. Cause people to humble their hearts and place their faith in Jesus Christ. Even as I pray, I'm going to ask Pastor Chuck, I'm going to ask Pastor Brad, I want you both to make your way to the back of the church. Stand by the door. And that's where they're going to be. And we're going to sing a song. And if your heart is saying right now, I want to trust Jesus as my Savior, then trust him. Right now, place your faith in him. If you want to do that, then do so. And then let us know. Chuck and Brad will be back there, and I'll be back there too. And You just talk to us or talk to one of the women you trust or somebody who invited you here. And make it clear whether you're trusting Jesus as your Savior or not. God, I ask in Jesus' name that you will use the testimonies that have been heard today very clearly. The songs that you save would resonate in our hearts And souls would come to Jesus today. And we do ask all of these things, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.